When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Do you know what I use to record these podcasts? It's Anchor by Spotify. It's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or a computer. It's all really, really easy. It's all really intuitive. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast. Good morning. Welcome to Breakfast with Kent for Thursday, January 30th, 2020. Brought to you by the great people of today's dentistry, Dr. Mike O'Neill, the best dentist I've ever gone to, the only dentist I've gone to the last 26 years. Call him, make him your dentist today, 317-849-2933. Victor Oladipo, one for seven from beyond the arc last night in his return from that gruesome uh, quad tendon tear and his surgical reparation. But what a one that was with nine seconds left. The Pacers down by three to the Chicago Bulls at Bankers Life Fieldhouse. Oladipo from 28 feet goes Drano to tie. Unbelievable. The place goes crazy. People are thinking, please, God, Vic, please make a shot. Could you make a shot? What? What are we doing? I'd love to see you back, but please, we don't want to lose a game because you can't shoot anymore. Victor Oladipo stepped back from 28 feet, made the shot. Good for him. And then... The Pacers absolutely took over in overtime. They win 115-106. Really, really good. OT absolutely belonged to the Pacers. Sabonis 15-11 last night. Uh, Batanza 10-4 in 15 minutes because Miles Turner didn't play. Gogo Batanza is going to be a really good basketball player for the Indiana Pacers, I'm telling you. Uh, TJ Warren, 25 points on 10-15 of 15 shooting. And uh, like I said, Vic... Nine points, 23 minutes. He looked pretty good. He got the corner on some guys. Uh, I'm not mad at Victor Oladipo. Um, uh, He's going to make some shots. He's going to make 35% of his threes. That he missed his first six, you know, what are you going to do? So uh, Pacers, they win last night in Victor's glorious return. Very, very nice. He's He's a big moment guy, Victor Oladipo. You put him in a big moment. And he comes through more often than not. He is a really good shooter in the clutch. And last night, that shone through. Now, after that, basketball in the state of Indiana got grumpy, right? Because the Indiana Hoosiers were at Penn State. That game started about an hour and a half after the Pacers game. So you've got to watch both or 
or you did watch both. I tend to be kind of as, as a sports fan, I self-flagellate a lot, right? Which is not what it sounds like. Uh, that doesn't mean I'm alone in a room, uh, you know, uh, pleasuring myself. That's not self-flagellation. Self-flagellation is like punishing yourself. So I watched that Indiana game right to the final zero because why? Because they weren't going to beat me. Idiotic. However, uh, what did we learn from the Indiana game last night? Those of us who watched right to the end. We learned that the four guards last night were really, really bad. Hitting three of their 26 shots. That's, uh, of course, Devontae Green, Al Durham, um, Armand Franklin, and uh, uh, Rob Finnessy. They were three of 26. Devontae Green was just terrible last night. Devontae Green is kind of a sink-or-swim guy. Uh, against Maryland, he swam. Against Florida State, he swam. Last night, there was no swimming. Clearly, what Archie Miller wants to do first is defend. Because offensively, I don't know what the hell Indiana's got. If they don't run their offense through the post, I don't know what's going on. And all the guys who play the post got into foul trouble last night. And because of that, they're left with really no answers. And uh, I don't know what happened to Meezy Anderson from the time he was a high school player and shot very well from beyond the arc to the point where he is now where he can't hit iron from beyond the arc. But Indiana, hard to watch last night as they lost 64-49. And it doesn't get easier for them. They're going to be in Columbus, Ohio this weekend to play against Ohio State that game on Saturday. Uh, The Pacers, they also played Saturday that game against the New York Knicks. This, the timing of Victor Oladipo's comeback, I'm going back to that because talking about IU is just like, what are we doing? Um, the timing, really, really good in that he didn't have to play terribly well and the Pacers didn't have to play terribly well in order to beat the Bulls. This was was not the Pacers' best game. I would expect that Saturday, not going to be their best game either. They're going to play against the Knicks, so they got a good chance to win that one, that game at home. Then Monday, another game at home against the Dallas Mavericks. Better pack a lunch to beat the Dallas Mavericks. All right, anyway, last night, uh, let's go back to the Hoosiers. They uh, made one-third of their field goal attempts. They were 19-57. to They hit 2 of 11 from beyond the arc, 18 turnovers, although I don't know how turnovers are counted. Or maybe I just think number 11 is responsible for all turnovers because he had two last night, and I can think of four off the top of my head, so I'm not sure how these things are assigned or they're counted. Maybe uh, we've speculated about this in the past that uh, Devontae's got a relative who's keeping the book for Indiana. I don't know. Uh, They only had nine assists. When Indiana has nine assists, they're going to get their ass beat. Indiana, the second team that Penn State has beaten despite scoring uh, less than 70. The other team that beat beat Penn State when they didn't score 70, that was Yale of the Ivy League. Indiana, their defense last night, good enough to win. Their offense last night wasn't good enough to beat anybody. Again, Saturday at the next game at Ohio State. you got to steal one of these road games. This is what happens when you lose a game like you lost at home against Maryland. If you win that game, you give yourself a little bit of clearance, and, and you can adjust for a game where it just didn't come together for you. And that's what happened to Indiana last night. 
We've seen it with almost everybody in the Big Ten, Michigan State included. Some days, like when they were at Purdue, some days you show up and the game's just not there. There was no part of Indiana's game last night other than rebounding that traveled at all from Bloomington. And so you wind up where you wind up. You know, you're going to lose games like this. You got to show up. Penn State, really, really tough team. Chris Bryant, he lost his grievance uh, yesterday, or it was announced that he lost his grievance. I, I don't think anybody really held out much hope in the Bryant camp that he was going to win that grievance that was filed against Major League Baseball because the Cubs, they sat him in Iowa uh, for the period of time necessary in 2015 to not have 2015 count toward Chris Bryant's service time or count toward a full season. So Bryant is now under control, as he was always, through the 2021 season. Makes him more valuable as a trade piece. Makes him more valuable to the Cubs. Chris Bryant says he's not bitter, and that's a good choice, given that he's going to make $18.6 million this year for playing third base for the Chicago Cubs. I like Chris Bryant. He is as constant as the wind, man. If he's healthy, he's going to put up his numbers. And those numbers, year to year to year to year, are going to be virtually identical. He plays a reasonably good defensive third base. He is a steady Eddie. There is nothing wrong with Chris Bryant. The Cubs, they can have him if they want, or they can deal him if they want. Their pitching is getting older. I don't know who their fifth starter is going to be. They've got holes at center field. they got a hole at second base. I don't know how they're going to fill those. If you create a hole at third base with Chris Bryant going to another team, you better be in a position to fill it. Is that David Bodie? I don't think David Bodie is going to fill the shoes of Chris Bryant, who is the 2016 National League MVP and the 2015 National League Rookie of the Year. Is a good baseball player. Not a great baseball player. Not a Hall of Famer, but a really, really good, steady Eddie third baseman who should be in Chicago for a long time. Uh, the NFL, this Colts news, which was on, they restored Colts wide receiver Rodney Adams from the reserve retired list. He signed a futures contract uh, February 2nd, 2018, and then went away. Well, now he's back. So I guess that's a good thing. He saw that the, the Colts really don't have any wide receivers other than T.Y. Hilton, uh, who are guaranteed roster spots, and say, you know what? If I got any football left in me, why not show up and show out for the Indianapolis Colts? Wisconsin's Brad Davison, he was suspended for one game. That game will be Saturday against Michigan State. He punched a, uh, an Iowa player who was setting a screen in the nether regions. And so, Brad Davison suspended. Brad Davison tends to do that. The nut tap as he moves past the screen has become kind of his signature move. And uh, a lot of people are calling him Gray Grayson Allen Jr., which I kind of like. I just think that the kid's a competitor. And you know what? Sometimes you got to do what you got to do. Let's celebrate some birthdays. That's what we got to do right now. Ron Britt, happy birthday. Tom Britt, happy birthday. Warren V. Nash, former mayor of New Albany, Indiana, celebrating a birthday today. Andrew Ireland, happy birthday. Scott Burton, the great Philip B. Wilson, uh, happy birthday. Another, that's two initial guys today, two middle initial guys. Warren V. and Philip B. There they go. They ought to do like a Simon and uh, Garfunkel duet over at uh, Wolfie's at Geist during the summer. Uh, John Ketzenberger, the great John Ketzenberger, happy birthday. Ryan Hatch, Paul Weir, Kevin Bernhardt, happy birthday too. If today's your birthday, 
You celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Today's sports, nothing but sports. It's going to be a little bit after 3 o'clock. Hope to talk to some Pacers. Going to talk to some Butler Bulldogs about what they've got coming up. The Big East, an absolute gauntlet that uh, Butler and everybody else in that all other nine schools are, are trying to walk this season, and it ain't easy. Seton Hall didn't have an easy time last night against DePaul. Seton Hall, top dog in the Big East, or among the two top dogs with Villanova. DePaul, the last place team in the Big East. Their only win, DePaul's only win, was in Chicago against Butler. How did Butler lose that game? We'll talk to you at 3 o'clock or a little bit thereafter this afternoon. Oh, want to mention, uh, oops, get oops, get the audiobook. I get a bigger cut of the audiobook, I believe. Get the audiobook. Go to uh, uh, the, the, the uh, Amazon.com, order the audiobook of Oops. Just search Ken Sterling under books, order the audiobook. It's voiced by me, like you don't get enough of me already. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.